Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the what? Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat. We are still talking about wild missionaries. For me, I'm talking about missionaries and missions. We have learned that a missionary is very important to the Lord. Most of the times, the church finds itself in a particular stage and sometimes it becomes difficult for us to transition into the next phase that God expects us to be functioning in. There are transitional periods that we make destination and permanent periods. There are dispensations that God wants us to operate in, but sometimes, either for lack of knowledge or for lack of pursuance or pursuit of the mind of God, we tend to stay in a timeline that has, has passed or has been exhausted already. So this morning, I'm going to try to point to you that there are two key timelines that the Lord Jesus gave us. And one has passed and the other is what we should be operating with. And if you are not operating with what you are supposed to be operating with, you are going to cause losses to the Lord and his kingdom. And I don't know if I should continue to show you that. The scripture we read, I'll come back to it again, because it's one of the reasons why missions will work and missionaries will be successful. But let me just take a line upon line, like I would normally do, so that all of us will grasp it. When Jesus was here, in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, this is what he said. 
In fact, when we take it from the 49, you even think that it's talking about something else. But let's take it from the 48. In verse 48 of Luke chapter 24, the Bible said, And ye are witnesses of these things. 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be what? Endued with power from on high. Praise the Lord. So here we see Jesus talking to his disciples and telling them that you have been witnesses of all that I came here to do. I am going. Now before you launch out, I want you to tarry. That word tarry also means wait. It also means what? Wait. So there was a period that we will call the waiting period. And he said the waiting period was for them to create enough time waiting upon the Lord until the arrival of the Holy Spirit. Are we on the same page? Uh, this is very important. Whether you be in the will of God, as far as missions is concerned or not, this is very crucial. If you don't get this, you'll be thinking that there is nothing at stake. So you need to get this. So wait in Jerusalem until the Spirit comes upon you, induce you with power, then you will go out there and become my witnesses. It's not just to cast out devils or do deliverance or break family curses. But what Jesus is saying is that I, you can't go out there and do anything I'm asking you to do until you have waited for the spirit to come upon you. Is it clear? I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Tarry, tarry. Until power comes to charge you. So this is the waiting period. And God himself wanted the church to stay indoors. Wait and wait and wait and wait. Say indoor church. Stay, don't go out. Stay and wait and wait and wait and wait. And the church waited. When Jesus died and rose up, they waited for many days for the release of the promise of the Father, who was the Holy Spirit. So, this waiting period, you see it also emphasized in certain areas of scripture. One of that is Act chapter 1, verse number 8. So let's look at that also. In Act chapter 1, we can even take it from verse 7. He said that, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons 
which the father has put in his own power. They were asking him, when would he come back again? And he said, it's not, but this is what he wants you to do. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and where of the earth. He's saying to them that, go and wait and the spirit will come upon you. And when it comes upon you, you shall receive what? Power. When that power comes upon you, he says that now you will go out there and become my witness. The power will come upon you to do it. Become my witness. But before they went out there, he himself told them that don't go anywhere. Stay. Wait. It's a waiting period. So for many generations, the church has been waiting for the Holy Spirit to come upon them, upon the church. Church has been waiting for the power to fall. Are you with me? That's one period. So you see the scripture that I started with. That Matthew chapter 28 verse 18. Jesus came and spake unto them saying that all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19. Go ye therefore and teach. So he's saying that the power that has been given unto him. He has also given it unto us. Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and 19. Luke 10. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all, over all, over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means what hurt you. I give unto you all the power over all the power of the enemy and nothing. I'm saying that when he said they should wait, they were supposed to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon them so that they will be able to launch out. That period of waiting, the question I want to ask is that, is that period still the period that the church should be operating in? That's a simple question. This is section A. It's a multiple choice question I'm putting. If you read Acts chapter 2, chapter 1, he said, you're waiting for the power to come upon you. And then you go out there and become my witnesses. Chapter 2, verse 1. Watch it. If I don't, if I don't preach well and I preach this, I still preach well. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, 
they were all with one accord in one place because he told them to wait. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, when he told them to wait, what were they expecting? What was, he said, I'll, I'll give you the promise of the Father. So, what they were expecting was the Holy Spirit to come upon them. That was the purpose of the waiting period. So on the day of Pentecost, they were still waiting in the upper room. And Bible says, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were what? Sitting. They were sitting. You sit to wait. You do what? When you are waiting for the Holy Spirit, you are not supposed to be making movement. What are you supposed to be doing? Sitting. You sit in church. We do praise and adoration. We do gospel rock show. We do prophetic. Yes. We do miracle service. We do teaching service. We do healing. Yes. We do touch break. If you go to the other places, they take you to the extreme end. Yes. But you change it to your clock. Yes. So for the waiting, you sit and then you shoot like a sniper sitting in the bush or by the window. Wow. Say wow. wow. Be modern and say wow. wow. Yes. <laughs> so they were sitting. Let's read verse 3. And please, they were sitting and watch where they were sitting. Uh, I'm not in a hurry. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Where were they sitting? In the where? In the house. So you see that the waiting must occur in a particular place. In a particular environment. That, that environment is called what? The house. Where the fellowship is happening. In our modern contemporary day, we'll say the temple, the church, you know, that's the house. So we have come to the house of the, like this morning. We are in the house. And we, when we come into the house, one posture we have to assume is to what? Sit. And enjoy the fatness. Yes, and the sweet drink. And give portions to them whom nothing has been prepared for. Yes, because it's also the will of God. And enjoy the joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah 8.10. Yes. So when you are in the house, we are sharing testimony. I just gave birth to triplet. It's in the house. We, We will sit and listen. Yeah, I just bought a car. I just got a visa. We will listen, share testimonies to boost our faith and to, you know, some small mean share. It's nice. Verse 3. And there appeared, whilst they were in the church, sitting in the house, (laughs) 
there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Praise the Lord. You see that the promise that Jesus promised that they should wait, that he will send the Holy Spirit to come upon them. Bible said as they were in the house, the Spirit word came upon them. Filled every one of them. He did what? So in that church, with the coming of the Holy Spirit, there was no one person who was not filled. There was no one person who was not covered. So this is what's happening for everyone who is in the church and is properly born again, has already received the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Because from this particular place, the Holy Spirit never returned to heaven again. Stayed here on earth. Where? In the heart of men. Dwelt in men. So if you are looking for the Holy Spirit, don't be praying into the air. Yes. The same way if you are, if you are looking for the picture of Jesus, don't go and put some drawing be in your room. Because Jesus is glad to dwell in your heart. You should rather stand in the mirror and, and see Jesus right there in your heart. Praise the Lord. Yes. That's why it's better to hang your own picture there than to hang some drawing there thinking it's Jesus. Because Jesus, is, he ain't in the drawing, man. He never go. He's never going to be in the drawing. He's already in your heart. I live and move. In you. I'm dwelling in you. Praise the Lord. It's beautiful. So, the spirit came. And filled every one of them. In the house. As a child of God. In the kingdom of God. You have been filled. That promise Jesus gave that. I'll give you the promise of the father. Stay, the spirit will come upon you. That promise has been what? Fulfilled. Say the promise for the waiting period has been fulfilled. Say the promise for sitting in the house has been fulfilled. Because the Holy Spirit has landed fully. Did I show you in the Bible? Is it clear? Okay. Now, when we read down, you'll find out that, please, let's read down. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Five. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem. You know, he told them to tarry in Jerusalem, right? That's what he told them. Tarry in Jerusalem. Don't move anywhere. So, this thing also happened in Jerusalem. The location, it, 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 that's where it happened. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So, here, we also understand that the coming of the Holy Spirit was 
it came upon people from all walks of life. People who had come from every nation. Praise the Lord. Next verse. I'm just showing you something. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. Because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Every language was rich. Seven. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these we speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Beautiful. He said, and they started naming languages that they were listening to. Verse 10. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Wonderful works of God. He said, we do hear them speak in our tongues. The wonderful works of what? God. 12. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? What is the meaning of this? 13. Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. They, they were looking for meaning. And when we are looking for meaning, people will have different interpretations. Some will mock, even in the church. But Peter, but Peter, you know, so you see that people who don't have the spirit to a certain measure, their interpretation is natural. They are drunk with new wine. That's how when the spirit is moving, they interpret it. These people are drunk with new wine. They were drunk, but not with what they thought they were drunk with. So there are people in the church, no matter how the spirit is moving, they have an interpretation that is natural. Why are we doing takeoff? Their interpretation is natural. It's like pastor wants us to take leave. And gather. And come and sit in church. They don't understand the spiritual significance. Of what God is trying to do. He says it's new wine. I said, baby. try so. Hey, we are talking about the waiting period, though. So, but Peter stood up. Look at what Peter said. Peter stood up with the eleven, and Judas was dead at that time. Yeah, there's always someone who is carnal and who is somewhere somehow going to be missing in action. But Peter standing up with, and, and I must say that it is the accuser who is likely to be missing in action. Even when he has been given the promise. Just listen to this very carefully. Even when the spirit of the Lord has promised to make you great and to use you mightily, your carnality and mindset can eliminate you from the equation of the move. Yes. They were all together, 12, and Judas missed it. Why? Carnality. Accusation. 
The, the whole church is flowing with the move and you alone see, sees it differently. So Peter stood up with the eleven and lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as ye suppose. Seeing it is but the third hour of the day. So that's about 9 a.m. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. That's Joel 2.17. And it shall come to pass. In the last days. saith God. I will pour out. Of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall what? See visions. And your old men shall what? Dream dreams. And on my servant and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall what? Prophesy. You shall prophesy very soon. And I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. Beautiful. Is it not beautiful? Ye men of Israel, (laughs) hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. A man... So... All this while he's telling them about the prophecy, the promise being fulfilled. This is that which was prophesied by Joel. Jesus also came and said, I'll give you the promise of the, of the Father. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Stay, wait, let him come upon you. You will be charged with power. So, up until, before the last verse he put it, up until 21. He has been telling them that this is the fulfillment of what Jesus said you should wait and receive. Now, in Act 1.8, it says that, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And what will be the first thing you will be doing? You shall be what? Yes. Now, so go back to that verse 20, 20 21. Of Acts chapter 2. Beautiful. I'm feeling it. Yes. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Full stop. 22. So Peter has been telling them that. 22 he said that. Now Peter just started. All this why he was telling them the story of what was happening. The meaning. Now he now said, ye men of... He started addressing the people. Hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. You see that? He, he has started introducing the name of Jesus into the conversation. And he's addressing the people. He's no longer giving them the meaning of what is happening. He's addressing them the, the relevance 
the significance. Why, why we are seeing what we are seeing. Say that Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. So here, Peter started witnessing to the people about Jesus Christ. In consonance with what the promise said, you will receive the spirit. He will give you power. And when you receive the power, you start a witness. So I ask you a question. Whether the waiting period is still on or it was over. And I had to read 22 verses in Acts chapter 2. To answer that question. It's like you you have written 22 pages. To answer one simple question. Whether the waiting period is still on or is passed. So at this point, what is your conclusion? Please, I want to know. Eh? Is it on? Are we still waiting for the spirit to come? You are waiting to be endued? So what were the characteristics... Of the waiting period. We learned that it had to happen in the house. What was the posture people were supposed to assume? So now that that period is past. Are we supposed to be in the house? Are we supposed to be sitting? We are ushered into another period. And that is called the witnessing period. But the the Bible doesn't even actually call it the witnessing period. The Bible calls it the same way it says wait e. It calls it another another period. Go to Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Beautiful. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He said, when the power comes upon you, you'll be my witness. The termination of the first season, which is the weighty season, ushers us into a new season, which is a witnessing season. And Jesus now says that season is a go-ye timeline. You, are, you enter into a timeline called the go-ye timeline. Are you here? First timeline was what? No, no. First timeline was what? Second timeline is what? So any church that is still operating in the weighty has missed it. Sitting and waiting when you are in the period of going. And that's why we like revival. It's like, I don't know what died. But we are always trying to revive. 
but the spirit has already come. And the spirit has come on everyone. And you see, when it is, you see, when the spirit came in the waiting period, the spirit worked as long as they were in the waiting period and assuming the posture of the waiting. You don't get the spirit to work because you are doing a different activity. You ought to be doing the activity that is prescribed, subscribed. The appropriate activity for the period. For the spirit to find you compliant enough to be working in you. So if it's a waiting period, the spirit gladly comes upon you because you are sitting. And then you're able to speak in tongues. Are you here now? You're not supposed to be running. Anybody who was running, the spirit didn't come upon them. So, when you are also in a go-ye period, and you, you get back into a house to do a weighty activities, thinking that the spirit will be moving because you are waiting, doing waiting activities, you are wasting your time. Because in the go-ye period, the motion the Lord wants you to assume is not a motion, it's not a static motion. It's not a sitting motion. It's supposed to be a, a, a motion that is, you, you are in progress, you are moving. Are you here? You, you have mobility. And you are move, and as you are moving, then the spirit, the same way they sat and he came upon them, in the goyi period, the more you move, is when the spirit word revives you and comes upon you. You can't choose your own posture. You keep coming to church. We have a revival. We are, and the, the, nothing, the spirit is not interested. Because the posture and the condition you find yourself in or you have put yourself in is not compliant to how he moves in that period. It's not a sitting time. It's not an it's not in-house thing. Now, I'm just going to show you. We saw the waiting period in a house. I'm showing you where the goyi period, the terrain, it happens. It's powerful. So, it's a goyi and what? Preach the gospel to every creature. Just go and preach. We are in a goyi period. We are where? What kind of period? Go ye period. So any child that is waiting is wasting. You wait, you waste. And many churches are still waiting. When the Lord in his calendar is going, they are waiting. So, the Lord has gone so far ahead and there, there are no people there. Hey, I'm feeling it. So, when he said, go ye, preach to every creature, next verse, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But 
He that believeth not shall be damned. So, here, we know now we have started a new timeline. I will repeat that until you understand. Because that's what you're supposed to take home today. And that timeline is a witnessing timeline called goi. No longer weighty. You know, we like it when we quote scriptures. They that wait upon the Lord. You know, they waited the upper room experience. We have passed that level. We have passed that level. It was a promise that was fulfilled. And the promise is still fulfilled to all of us who are in Christ. It was supposed to usher us into a new timeline. And that new timeline is what pertains now. The go-ye timeline. The movement timeline, not the stasis timeline. It's a movement timeline. Mobility, not stasis. So, Luke chapter number 10, verse 1, 2, 3. The same way the weighty was for a particular terrain. The go-ye is also for what? A particular terrain. I'm showing you because this church is a proper church. We open the Bible. We do tend to. Open to. Open to. Open to. Open to. Right now, you have moved from Matthew. You went to act. And now you are opening to what? Look. Because some people have not been looking enough. Luke 10.1. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also missionaries and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would have come so he said that after these things the waiting and all of that he sent them two and two go to the places myself i would have gone if i were still here physically 70 missionaries he just deployed them because he a go ye what period. The next verse, I just want us to see the goi, whether he's still in the house or is somewhere else. And we will find out whether we are operating in the right territory or we are operating from a wrong territory. Hey! Verse number two, when he sent the mission, he said, therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are what? few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Verse 3. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. I want to find out whether, first of all, the harvest is in a house. Is there any Plantation in the house. Wolves are in house. You can say chicken is in the house. But no wolves. I actually told them that you are sheep, which is a domestic animal. But I'm moving you from the house to the bush. True of us? I'm not saying it. The Bible is saying it. If you went to a school, not even a good school, it had to just be a school. I went to a college, but many of you went to schools. I went to a college. If you just went to a school, a school like Infantipim, 
Yeah, school. Like my children's school. You should be able to understand that sheep is a domestic animal. And wolf is not a domestic animal. It's in the wild. It's a wild life. That's why we are talking about wild what? Missionaries. Because where you are being sent, you are being sent from a domestic waiting place into a terrain that belongs to wild living. In the house, no, we don't chew out. Have you seen a sheep chewing a sheep before? But where you are being sent to is a terrain where they chew and drink blood. It's a wild life. That's why you cannot be a, just a missionary. You need to be wild. Because the terrain you are being sent to go and function is a, a place called wild life. Wild. And obviously that wild life is not in the house. It's in the field. It's where? Is in the field. So when he said, go ye, in fact, that scripture actually says that the fields are white. The fields are white. So the go ye must happen in a place outside. The, the, the weight is an inward gathering, inward church, inward command. The go ye is an outward command. You live there inside and go where? Outside. Into a terrain that is not comfortable, that is not convenient. It just puts your very life at risk. In fact, if we were to read the next verse in that verse 4 of Luke chapter 10, it says that carry neither purse. That's why you're a missionary, you have challenges on the road. It's a wild living. Verse 5. Yes. And into whatsoever house ye enter. Six. I, I want to show you something. Yeah. You say seven. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You are going to cities, different. Uh, Dangerous places. Dangerous. And you shall be persecuted. <laughs> yes. You see that you enter into you are a sheep, you enter into the wildlife. A monkey sees you and it's after you. You that in your house, even to stand on the treadmill is a problem for you, even though you bought it. You bought it, but you never used it. It's for decoration in your gym. Yes. I can see you. But when you enter the wildlife, a monkey will start chasing you. And the treadmill you never did. You'll be forced to run and do it in the bush. As a means for survival. Yes. Who to make sure I will tread me in I will do it tomorrow. 
But in the bush, you will be compelled. There's so much agency. That either you do it or you lose your life. So this go ye that we are talking about, missionary missions we are talking about. You see, naturally you will not know that your life depends on it. Your survival depends on the agency you attach to it. You will not know. Until it's pointed out to you that the more you sit, the more you die. The more you sit, the farther away you go from the move of the spirit. When people say, I'm praying for the will of God, Father, situate me in your will. That's why I said that you put in the will of God is a mystery. It's not. You are telling God, situate me in your will and you are sitting when you are supposed to be moving. No, going in the will of God is not just a matter of prayer. Yes. It's a matter of mindset at some point in time. It's a matter of activity you do in connection to what the Lord has instructed. If he said, go ye and you are sitting here, you are outside the will. Yes, and no amount of prayer will put you in that will. Because that, that, that terrain, it belongs to people who are going. Not sitting and praying. The prayers you are praying and they are useless. Because really what he wants you to do is that you should be what? Going, not what? Praying. Yes, and when he said they should wait, he said they should pray. That's why they prayed, but when he said they should go, he was not expecting them to be praying. The only prayer they were supposed to be praying, is not for the anointing. He said, pray ye the Lord that he will send what? Laborers, not to bring anointing. Anointing has come. Long time. Yes. And so what's happening right now is that you, you, you have been given some injections by the Holy Ghost. Like a doctor can give you injections for maybe either pregnancy or they are preparing you or something for IVF or something like that. And then maybe you are supposed to stay in the room for, in the hospital for one week or two weeks and all of that. And for the purposes of not allowing blood to clot because you are not doing a lot of movement, they have to put some socks to be. On you to help your blood not to clot. But simple movement will help you. You don't need a sadian say to me meow sa no I uncomfortable. Because instead of moving, what the What the What's who better? Who better the eye the best show? It's a bit uncomfortable. Nanka. Yeah, because now we need to do a lot more to sustain you. To keep you because you are you are operating. You are not operating normally. So a human being must have mobility, motion, movement. Every day there must be activity. Is that not so? So as we are going, you you are on a stretcher, lying on the bed. Yes, the Holy Ghost has injected you, and if you were to move, your blood circulation would be nice, no clot. But as you are lying down there, lying down there, lying down there, some people even in the hospital they say, "Oh yeah, now move around, kakra." They are very active, but once you lie down one, two, three days, you begin to form a pattern of lying. 
And now they have to send nurses to come and try to motivate you to be moving around so that you have some blood circulation. That's why staying, staying indoor, 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 indoor. We have become so accustomed to staying here. And that's why we are dying. Yes. That's a churches die for staying. You see that? It's clotting here. It's clotting in the legs. It's clotting around the heart. It's clotting here. It's clotting. Yes. And in a while, no, you'll be gasping for breath. All of a sudden, he died. Money didn't. Your waiting no, is killing you. <laughs> because you are outside the will and the timing of God. There's time for everything. Time to wait. Time to go. And this is a going period. Praise the Lord. So in a going period where you, you like waiting, what should God do with you? You are in the house. He's in the field. With people who are in the field. with Is God talking to somebody here? And from that time, Every promise is for the goers. And the location of the delivery of the promise, like the same way he delivered the promise of the waiting in the house, the location for the delivery address has changed. Address has what? I can't hear you. Address has what? Come on, talk to me. Address has what? That's why in John chapter 15, verse 16, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should wait. You should what? No, it's a waiting period. He chose you to wait. He ordained you to wait. I want to know, is that what the Bible said? No, listen. Waiting is four letter words. In case you don't know. Wait is four. Go is two. Are they the same? It's two and four the same. I know some of you think it's the same. That's why you still owe comments. You still owe it. And you have still, you still not gotten it. Because to you, no, four is equal to what? Two. Weight is way, way different. Now, there is ye to both times referring to the people, what they should do. One is a wait ye. The other he says go ye. Same person receiving two different instructions at two different times. I have chosen you. Yeah. When the spirit comes upon you, anointing has come upon you. And ordained you that that is that is the purpose of this is that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. I'm showing you where from this time, when the Holy Ghost came, the location for the delivery of the promises has changed. No longer in the house. If you go, then he says that, that whatsoever ye ask of my father in my name, he may give it you. This Promise of answered prayer is not for waiters. 
It's not for tariffs. The location for the delivery of the answers is not the house. It's the field. For goers. So if you like, you just say, so many is difficult for me. I don't, I don't know how I cannot do it. It's like, to say you cannot do it means you have not received the spirit. Because the purpose for which the spirit came was to empower you. And it is still to empower you to do this one thing. So, your status for saying you are filled by the Spirit is suspicious. Yes. If you do not have the edge and the burning desire to go out there and do what your, the Spirit is in your heart to propel you, to endure you, to empower you, to drive you to do. And the thing is, when the spirit enters you, you have a choice. Whether you want to follow the will of God or you want to follow your own. Yeah. I can preach this for forever. But the thing, it is now that it is coming. And when it is coming to it, it is what? Doing. Tell somebody that we move away from the weighty in-house church to a goy outward church. Not a sitting church, but a running church. <laughs> it is when you are on the missions that now you can stand before God and ask, ask. That latter part of that scripture is, is telling you that in the second dispensation of the command, this is the foundation for answered prayer to a Christian. That you already have Christ. It's not the reason why your prayers will be answered. That you are mentioning the name of Jesus in prayer. It's not the reason why your prayer will be answered. Even though that name is above every other name. But your condition, position, location and activity. Your alignment will determine what you can underline in the promises of God for your life. If you are not aligned, you are misaligned. You cannot underline certain things. That's why you see that you are prayed that uh, some things they are not happening and they will not happen. No matter how much oil the prophet pours on you, he can even put you in the quansai of the oil. Yes. And fry you small and toss you small. You know, sometimes when they are cooking, they will fry the chicken small. And I'll put it in another stew. And you know, it's like, it's a process. They can do all that. That's why they are taking you to the seaside. And yeah, yeah. They are bath you as if you can't bath yourself. But and also, and yeah, yeah. What to book, akra, and yeah, yeah. You have broken bottles. It didn't work. They gave you the prophet dress. It didn't work. They gave you the mantle. It didn't work. They hug you. You fell down, but you woke up and it still didn't work. <laughs> and I can tell that it is not going to work. Yes, because you are on the wrong plane. You are on the wrong plane. That, that's why marriage is not working. It won't work. It's not going to work. <laughs> if it works, it means God suspended his promise and just did it by his sovereignty. 
Yes, which we cannot bank on because that one is only in the hand of God. But for it to work, for you to make, you see, because covenant is for transaction. So when Hezekiah, they tell him that you are going to die, he's able to pull out the covenant and say, because I did A, B, C, D, I'm not ready to die. And God, God, because he has lifted his word above his name, he is subject to his word to perform. Now, when you are telling the Lord that I need these twins, I need this blah, 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 blah. What, what, what are you transacting? Are you transacting just because you're a child? I want to find out all your children. Is there everything they ask you, you give them? All the time? Why do you think God is a fool? Even you. Sometimes your child asks you and says, oh, you, you are not there yet. Yes, like my daughter came and said that you need to give me a phone. I said, you are not there yet until you are whatever age. And you are in this stage. You are not there yet. You are still in the house. You are asking for something they give to people on the field. <laughs> That's misappropriation of resources. That is causing financial loss. To heaven, to the kingdom. We are corrupt, power. So, nothing is going to happen. You are in the wrong place. You are where? Yes. You cannot kiss a demon in heaven. Neither can you kiss an angel in hell. Wrong place. You are looking. He said, Jesus told him, say, you are looking for the living amongst the dead. You are not going to find it. You are asking for the wrong things or maybe the right things, but you are in the wrong place. Ghana doesn't grow apples. Yes. We don't have the climate yet. Except science decide to code apples to conform to our climate. But it has not happened yet. Are you listening? Yes. So, you, if you like, go and pray on the land. And command apples. As I plant you, you are coming out. By the abilities given to me to enter the Pleiades and the Mazaros. Adunia Magua Situala Katoya Hey Aduni Milikahataya Charge all you can. It's not going to happen. Wild missionaries must operate in the right time at the right place. And must assume the right posture. This season, the posture you assume is a mobile posture. It's ascending time. I have sent you, so move, go. Look, I'll show you a scripture and then we'll close. Okay, we'll come back to it another time. That Mark chapter 16, let's read it. Verse 15. And he said unto them, what was the command? 
Come on now. What was the command? <laughs> Are you sure? No, no. You see, just being in the church like Flora and singing and chewing your voice to us. Sometimes it's better if you had a husband and you sang in the room for the husband with all that chichos. It would have even more profitable. And sometimes you'll be standing here, you are singing and you are doing all those voice dynamics. And you'll be saying, no. I'm so Coming into the house. When you are supposed to go out there and use this, your voice to sing to an unbeliever. You say, wow, I'll follow you to Christ. You are here singing to us. Now you answer your charges. Charlie, drink the sweet. Eat the fat. Yes. Go out there. Praise the Lord. <laughs> 15 says, go ye. Is that not so? Am I preaching well? Is it confusing? 15 says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized. And is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Seventeen, follow it. He gave the command, and he's just telling what will happen. What will happen? And these signs, so he's just promising. Who believes? Go preach. He told them what to do. Go preach to all creature. He that believeth, he that who does not believe, and then another promise: these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they what? Cast out devils. They shall speak with what? New tongues. 18. They shall take up what? Serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So you see that this promise is not for every Christian. You know, when you, are, you have a dream, you stand up and you start praying. We will take up serpents. It will not, you know, it will hurt you. First of all, the serpents they were supposed to encounter were on the field. So they went to where the serpent was. And the serpent what? Bit them. The kind of serpent that will bite you and it will not harm you. It's not the one that has left the bush to you in the house. That, that, that one is, a, is the new Delta variant. Yes. We don't have the antidote of that one. The serpent whose antidote we have is the one we went to. In the bush, the one that came to the house is a new serpent. So, when you are not going out doing the great commission and this serpent moves from the bush, you are meat. Yes. Bye till now. Bye bye. It hurts you. 
We will talk about this some other time very seriously. So we just hijack and rape scriptures. This promise is for only missionary minded believers. They shall take up serpent if they drink any deadly poison. Because they are going, they are not sleeping. Yes. It shall, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. <laughs> so then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, you see, all the promises have been listed. After the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Now he has taken seat in heaven. He's closed the book. Now he's watching. His doing is dependent on your doing. His doing is dependent on your obedience. And so the command, let's look at the command again in that verse, verse 15. Please, very quickly, look at the command. And he said unto them, do what? Go ye into all the world. That, that, that's the first element there. Go ye into all the world. First element. Second element, what? No, 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 no. Stay in 15. Stay in 15. Second element is what? Preach the gospel. To what? Every creature. So we read that and we got to verse 19. When he has gone to be in heaven. Shall we read it again? 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the what? Right hand of God. 20. God is not talking again. 20. The people he spoke to. They are acting. So the people he was speaking to in 20 Bible said, and they went forth. What was the command? What was the command? What was the command? And in verse 20, the people are doing what? And then the second element in that command was what? When you go do what? They went forth and they, hey, hey, stay there. Just, uh, uh, yeah. They went forth and they what? Where? He said, preach to all the world. They went forth and preached what? Everywhere. And what happened? The Lord working with them. I'm just telling you that you are not in the will of God just because you are born again. And you're saying that you can be born again and God is not working with you. He ain't working with you, baby. They went, they preached in obedience to what he said. Go, they went. Preach, they preached. All the world, everywhere. And God was now comfortable working with them. Put that 20 there. The Lord working with them. And what? Was he doing anything? What was he doing? Confirming what? With what? The word with signs, what? Following, amen. The, the promise is already there. If you go, you, nothing will hurt you. You pray, I will answer, blah, blah, blah. You pray for the sick, they will be healed. So when, once they went, all that the Lord had to do was not to recreate anything. It was just for him to activate, confirm, confirm, marriage, confirm. Business confirmed. Long life confirmed. Are you here at all? 
You can pray. You go to Achua Mountain. Keep going. God is not working with you because you give big, big offering. The offering must be given towards a particular agenda. Yes. Hey. Yes. That's why you, you have to do this. Build a church. It's for the great commission. Because when we bring in the souls, we have to keep them, disciple them, send them out again. Buy a bus for the church. Bring the money. Do this, do this. You're a missionary. Yes. We'll talk about this matter again. Some people will never pray for an aunt even to be healed. Because you are in the house. If you never step out there, certain manifestations that happen at the mention of the name of Jesus will never happen in your name. Just because it will never happen in your life. Just because you mentioned the name of Jesus. It will happen because of where you are, what you are doing, whether it's in obedience to an instruction or not. Key thing is obedience. Now, at this point in time, you know whether the prayer you are pushing so much, praying and fasting to get ulcer, whether it will be answered or not. Did I say it? Yes. Let's rise. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministry